0: Rush into Old Navy today for up to 40% off store wide on your favorite styles like jeans from $19 and sweaters from $15 for adults. Plus, redeem your super cash now to save even more at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. 40% off in super cash valid 1021 to 1029. Select styles only.
1: Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make. That determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Whatever part of the world you're listening to us from, I'm really, really glad you joined us tonight. We're g- um, I'm I'm very excited to be continuing the series. Healing is the children's bread with Dr. Frank Summerall. And Doctor Frank Soma is a general in the Army of God. He's got over fifty years of uh, in the ministry of 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 touching people's lives, being used by God to touch people's lives in healing and signs and wonders and salvations and and so he's been joining us uh, quite frequently on these on these on these shows. He's part of the family now and. So with no further ado, I'm going to go answer his call and um, hold on a second. Brother Frank, you're on the air live for tonight. Uh, Take your take your liberty in the Holy Ghost, my friend.
0: Well, thank you, Deborah. I'm glad to be with the people again. I tell you, just that's an amazing times. We were preaching out in North Carolina. Had revival there. Came back through from Carolina and went into southern Indiana and run the Bloomington area. Had moved the Spirit of God. And went up north to South Bend, Indiana. Had movement up there. And went to Goshen and Naphne area and all that area. And then I preached for my brother, which is in South Bend, and preached on the 28th. And we just had that whole time, and we preached that Sunday night for Eddie Vay as a church in Mishwap. So the whole locale, we just had wonderful things happen. One of the things that was so amazing is sometimes people, they don't like to give their testimony. But the Bible tells us that it is by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So this lady came to me and told me, she said, you don't know it. Five years ago when you ministered there at your brother's church, she was in a wheelchair with arthritis. And uh, she said after prayer, she was instantly healed, but she didn't tell anybody about it. Went back to her husband. He kept on trying to get her, but she was very shy, you know, a shy person. And then finally she said, well, bless God, I need to tell somebody. Start telling her neighbors, friends, everybody around that she was healed. And so now she doesn't have any more arthritis. I said, I wish you'd have told that to me a while ago. I mean, that would have been good, testifying of the goodness of God, how he heals our body. So, uh, I've had a lot of testimonies from around the world as to people receiving the mighty touch. The question is this is healing in the atonement? And the answer is yes. Because whatever Jesus did for us, that means the stripes laid upon his back, according to Isaiah, with his stripes we are healed. And all the other scriptures in reference to healing belong to the children of God. Actually, one of the names of Jehovah is Jehovah Rapha. I'm the Lord of healeth thee. Jehovah Nisi, I'm the Lord your banner. Jehovah Zitania, I'm the Lord your righteousness. All of the redemptive names, I've preached on that several times before, redemptive names of God belong to us today. That what we walk into, talk and live, and the Bible says we live and move and have our being in and through him. So glory to God, hallelujah, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm reading from Mark chapter 7, and we call this healing as a children's bread because of that one scripture. A certain woman, this is the chapter 7 of the book of Mark, begin to read over here in verse 25. A certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled, for it's not proper to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Now, you would think that would be such a great insult that (laughs) she would never want to come back again. But he was testing her faith. And she answered, verse 28, she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord, the dogs under the table eat the children's promise. And he said unto her, for this thing, go your way, devil's gone out of your daughter. And when she was come out of her house, she found, to her house, she found that the devil had gone out of her daughter and laid upon the bed. The daughter laid upon the bed. So healing is the children's bread means that it belongs to us. <laughs> it belongs to us. If you're a child of God, healing belongs to you today. That is not a time sequence. and not a situation having to do with the fact of certain times in regard to that. So we're ready to pray the prayer of faith. The Bible says the prayer of faith to save the same The Lord will raise them up. So that's what we do. We pray the prayer of faith. And we believe with you for mighty healings. Now, if you haven't heard what I've said before, I want to just make this very short. In respect to the generational, we're talking about the generations of the blessed in our family all the way back to my grandfather my actually my grandmother's father way back when his name was Chandler, Grandpa Chandler and Grandpa Chandler downtown in one of the southern towns I think it was the state of Mississippi and he suffered a massive stroke and they had to carry him home from the center of town they carried him and put him back in bed called for the doctor and the doctor says he's going to pass very shortly because he had such a, you know, the effect of the stroke was all over him. He couldn't move anything at all. And so the first thing they did is they called for the ladies' prayer group. And they came over and started making some noise and praying loud and very strong. And and really what they were doing, they were speaking the word of God over him. And so, uh, now one of their neighbors was an atheist, and he was mocking what was going on, and so he said to my aunt, "Hello." yeah, he, he started saying that. to My aunt, are we okay? Bless the Lord. So as as he was, you know, speaking to her, he kept on saying to her, he said, to, "Well, I, 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 you know, is mocking the whole thing." And he was saying, "He said, now should this thing happen, should this old man get healed?" He said, "I bet you jumped that 10 rail fence." And little did he know he was prophesying what was going to take place the next day. So Grandpa went to sleep, woke up in the morning, forgot that he had a stroke, asked where his britches were, put his britches on, got outside, walked around the garden, and, yes, he felt enough energy to jump the tin rail fence. (laughs) When that alien saw that, he said, my God, there is a God. I saw him. He was paralyzed yesterday. And that miracle brought that atheist to God. So miracle brings people to God today. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of healing. Today is the day of glory. Today is the day of victory. Today is the day of blessing. Wow, Lord, hallelujah. <laughs> oh, it's getting good. i tell you what. That was Grandpa Chandler. Then my grandmother, she had a cancerous tumors on both of her breasts, and uh, very, very, very painful. And so her husband was not a Christian. In fact, he didn't get born again till one year before he passed. And so uh, she would be in such torment and having all the tremendous pain. I mean, it was hard to even describe the pain, she said. It was hard to even describe it. And then one night she had a dream. She dreamed that Jesus came and touched her chest. When that happened, she the pain left. It was gone. So a little bit later on, her husband said, Now, what about all that pain you're in? What are going on about that? What about this? What about that? What about the other? And so she decided to check herself and she had gauze over the runny places there in her chest area and there were two black things One-on-one side of the breast, and it looked with tentacles on it, was black, and pulled it off on the gods. But over her breasts, on both sides, was new skin. So she was healed that night of cancer. And she passed away when she was 89. She was healed by God's power. Hallelujah. So that's my grandpa. Then, of course, my dad when he was 17, had tuberculosis in both lungs. And you would think that'd bring him to God at that point in time. But it was a time to where he had to make a decision between life and death. And finally at the point of life and death, he decided to preach the word of God. And he was preaching the word of God all the way for 60 years. 60 years of preaching all around the world. He was healed by God's power. And as for myself, You can go on and on. And myself, from the time I was one year old till the time I was 10, I had an impediment of speech. I was a stutterer. We had old Roberts come to our town. Brother Roberts knew Brother Sumrall, and Brother Summerall knew Brother Roberts. And so he wanted him to be the host pastor. He did. This was held in the Elkhart Gym, the largest facility at that time. This is back in the year 1957. And so when that took place, there, as I remember, and he had a way of doing things different than anybody else. He, he had a ramp, and people would walk up the ramp, and they would hand him the card, and he would read the card, and then he would pray for you. Generally, that's what he would, and he would sit down on his chair, and he'd have this great fall down, but I just felt the anointing of the Lord. Then he said, "Well, let's just see what God does for you here." He said, "You do what I do." So I said, that "Okay." And then he began to count quickly. He said, "One, He said it very fast. He said, "You do that." Put his hand on my shoulder. I shook my head. I wasn't going to do that. Going to be a fool for I was not going to be a fool for anybody. Then he put more pressure on my shoulder. Finally, I thought, I'd say, he's going to push me through the floor here, so I better be obedient." And uh, I gritted my teeth and didn't look at out, out anybody. I just I realized that something had happened, and I began to say what he said. I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I said. Well, after that, I started sh- jumping and shouting and giving God glory and praise. And that's my healing. And so that's why we have a generational blessing from what God has done at what continues to do. And all the way through our lives, we have seen the miracle power of God in, in full demonstration. We give Him glory. We give Him honor. We thank the Lord for what He has done. Now, all the way through the Bible it does talk about healing. Notice that in Exodus 15 and 26, He said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, it's interesting to notice that the redemptive names of God, every time they use, is in the present tense. It's not past. It's never future. It's always present. Because in the present is where we live right now, right here, 2014. We're living in that time period. Therefore, whatever God says we can have, we can have right now. And uh, I've, I've just come back from a great series of meetings all the way through Uh, North Carolina, up through through Indiana, people getting healed, saved, delivered. What a wonderful time. So many people got touched by his power. One of the last nights, I was praying for the gentleman there, and he had some congestion in his chest. And after I, now, we usually, according to Scripture, according to James, you put a little oil in your hand, and you you place it on the person's head, and, and that's a type of the Holy Spirit. As I was praying for him, the power of God hit this man, allowed him to start breathing normally. And he told me then, he said, this hasn't happened in so many years, that his chest was so congested. And God instantly healed him. So God heals of any kind of disease. I've seen all kinds of diseases healed. I've seen legs grow. I've seen tumors fall off. I've seen every kind of blind or seen. Oh, Hallelujah you that God wants done. Because if you're a child of God, it belongs to you. Not everybody born of the earth is a child of God. The way you get to be a child of God is to ask for him to come inside. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of every sin cleanse me with your blood. As you pray that prayer and believe in your heart speak it with your mouth, the Bible says you're saved according to Romans ten nine and 10. So salvation is where it starts at. Now, we have seen people... That are not born again. I I remember the situation where I I was preaching in Indonesia several years back. And in our services were a lot of Muslim people. And this Muslim lady, she had come with bleeding ulcers. She had heard about the revival. She had heard about what God's doing. And she just wanted to test it. So while she came to the meeting, she uh, started screaming. And I asked the interpreter, I said, "Find find out what's wrong with that woman. And uh, so she came up to the front and the interpreter said, well, what's your problem? And she began to describe all the things that were happening to her. And then she had some friends with her I said, well, go back to the bathroom and check it out. So we went back there and the bleeding ulcer was instantly healed by God's power. She had been a Muslim all her life. And then she told the story. She said, the reason I came to your service, we are hearing that God heals and as I was putting my hand in the air, asking, If you're the living and true God, heal my body. And at that moment of time, she was healed. <laughs> and then, then when she came back, several services later, she came back, brought her whole family, and they came in to know the word of God. You know healing is the children of birth. And We have seen, and we believe, and we accept. The things that God's doing today, greater than ever before. I believe the grid of power has been turned up. God's glory is getting greater all the time. see, we're living so close to the end of time that things are in great acceleration in the spirit realm. That God is doing things, and we're seeing things happening in a greater measure than ever before. More people are being healed. More people are being saved. More people are being delivered. Ha, wherever you have pain right now, put your hand where that pain's at, and I command it to come out of your body. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Receive in Jesus' name. Ha, in the name of the Lord. All those that have pain in the neck or the head, I command you to be free right now. Migraine headache, you have to go in the name of Jesus. Back pains have to go. Neck pains have to go. Any kind of pain in your body, I repeat it in the name of Jesus. I take authority over it. We can reduce the pain, and it must go. It has to go. Father, we thank you right now for touching, healing, setting people free by your glory. By your glory. Hallelujah. Uh, glory to the name of the Lord. Now, let, let's also see a little bit thing here. We talked about Exodus fifteen twenty six, Having to do with the fact that it especially talks about these are the redemptive things of Jehovah. They're Actually, there's about 14, but I would usually only deal with around 6 or 7, talking about the major ones. Out of all of the things that we talk about, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, Jehovah Rapha, my healer, Jehovah Nisi, he's the banner. I mean, what do you carry? What kind of banner do you carry? We carry the banner of salvation. We carry the banner of joy. We carry the banner of peace. We carry the banner of righteousness. We carry banners. Hallelujah. That's what the army did many years ago with Jehovah Nisi. I am the Lord your banner. You find this in Exodus chapter 17. Check it out. It's there. Jehovah Shalom, I am your peace. And then now and then Jehovah Shammah, I am there. Hallelujah. Jehovah said, Canaan, I am your righteousness. That starts it. So in the whole thing that we're talking about, is is, is, is healing for us today? That's what we're talking about. This is the question. Is healing... In the body, in the body that we have right now, the body of Christ, is it yes or no or maybe? Well, I believe the word. The word says we are healed. That's a promise. It belongs to us. We must receive it. Now, did you notice in Deuteronomy 28, now, there's a lot of people believe, and it's an amazing thing how that religion will take one scripture from that chapter, and they talk about the heavens are brass. The only reason in that chapter, the heavens are blessed in Deuteronomy 28, why? Is because of disobedience. The heavens are open. The heavens are always open. Uh, it has to do with the fact of obedience, walking in obedience. Remember, too, that in the Old Testament, that healing came by obedience. Now, in the New Testament, healing comes by covenant. Hallelujah. We preach on the covenants of God that take a long time, but we're not going to deal with that specifically right now. What are we going to deal with? We're going to deal with the fact that the blessing in that chapter, in Deuteronomy 28, the first 14 verses, it's the blessing chapter. You read that, accept it, receive it. Then Isaiah 53, again, it mentions the fact that by his strife we are healed. Back in verse 4, Isaiah 53 and 4, So says, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows but we did esteem him stricken and smitten of God and afflicted then verse 5 he's wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed put a circle around our we are healed hallelujah Lord to God amen thank you Lord What's interesting about that, with his stripes were healed, all of the punishments during those seasons, during the time of Isaiah, they had no idea of flagellation, which was only brought on by the Roman government, giving a time period. And so the punishments by the Romans was flagellation, that they would have some leather straps and put bone other things in there, very sharp items, and that would be at the end. And they would have one that flips and one that counts. If they were against the count, then the one that counted too much, he had to take the same punishment. So the the very idea of flagellation was not even given until the Romans came into power. That's amazing. That Isaiah was written... 700 years before Christ was born. 700 years. Think about that. All right. Now, here's another picture of the whole thing like that. In Leviticus 16, verse 22, they had what they called a scapegoat, and they would let the scapegoat go into the desert because the sins were confessed on this goat. And the goat would go out there, and everyone would be so excited about the fact that their sins were taken away. Well, that same word, where the goat leaves and, and everything is placed on that goat as it goes away. And that means that our sicknesses are taken away from us, taken away outside of the camp, outside of what the enemy tries to do. And then there's so much that we can talk about here. And it's so amazing talking about what God is doing today. Now this happened a few years back. I was in the LaPorte Hospital, and they had an influenza epidemic. And uh, we had been on radio all the time, and people would hear our voice, and they'd ask us to come pray for them. So we went from floor to floor to floor to floor, praying for people, and we got several of the people out of the hospital. By God's power, they were instantly healed. And as we actually in in that hostel, there's six floors. I think when we went to four floors, because at about the fourth floor, there were several doctors that uh, said, "Well, you really you, you don't have masks on, you don't have anything else." So they said, and just to placate them, we would say, "Okay, uh, we're leaving right now. Thank you for your information. Appreciate it so much." But we had so many people healed that day, touched by God's power, in a hospital. And several people that just heard us on radio, they were touched by God's power. So God's power can be transmitted by radio, by television, by Internet, by any force that we have. We can transfer the power of the living God, wherever you are in the world. Receive it now. Receive it now. In Jesus' name. Now we'll go on from that. We got several things to talk to you about that. And how the so one of the doctors asked the question to myself. He said, "Have you been inoculated?" And my inoculation was not a syringe. My inoculation was that the covering of the blood of Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death, and so I did not get influenza. I was not affected by that. That didn't come to me. It didn't even start in my body. My body was healed by God's power of anything and everything at all times. Hallelujah. That's the healing message. Today is that day. Jesus Christ is the same. What? Yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did did you realize that the very words that you speak will bring a blessing or will bring a negativity. It has to do with the fact of what you're saying. It says there in the book of Proverbs how that life and death are in the power of the tongue. We must be very careful what we say because where you are today is what you've been saying in the last few years. That's where you are right now. So your confession is so powerful and so wonderful. So I choose to live on the blessing side. Now we all the way through the scripture talking about the curses of the third and fourth generation. Well I believe the generational blessing of God in the third, the fourth, or the fifth or whatever generation we're in right now, that God wants to bless his people. So I want to basically give you a little teaching here. And our, our time is kind of leaving us, but this is I think Brother Somerol had Olden time, he had a book about this, and uh, I don't have all these books. If I did, well, <laughs> I'd have to. I'd tell you, he wrote so many books; it was amazing that he was a prolific writer, and he, of course, was dealing with different subjects in, in the area of demons and many things like that, the gifts of spirit, and all types of things. So, if you want to know more about that? Check out C and it has almost all of what he has done and carried it. L E S. E. A. And uh, you look on the Internet and you'll find that information. The seven ways that Jesus healed the people. Now, what ways are we talking about? How did Jesus heal the people? (laughs) That's exciting. Number one, what actually took place and Jesus has said, your faith has made you whole. Remember, the issue of blood came to him. And she came through the crowd. She pushed her way through the crowd. And she touched the hem of his garment. She didn't want anyone to know. And Jesus said, virtue's gone out of me. And then he said, who touched me? And the disciples didn't pick up on her at all. So what do you mean, who touched you? You know, all kinds of people are surrounding you, and you're asking the question, who touched me? How can you possibly say that? But what he was saying, "Who touched me in faith. Because then he said, virtue has gone out of my body. Do you see that? So Jesus said that this woman had faith. So what can heal you is your faith, number one, your faith. Because the Bible says it's given to every man the measure of faith. You have the measure of faith. This is Romans chapter 12, verse 3. You have the measure of faith. So that means you can either add to your faith or take away from your faith. So one of the important things is your faith can make you whole, can make you well, can cause the blessings to come your direction. Oh, in a mighty, glorious, powerful way that the Lord will touch you right now. Amen. Secondly, laying on of hands, there in James chapter 5 please says this that it asks the question, is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let him pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. So laying on of hands, James chapter 5. Now, if you have some people that don't agree with the laying on of hands, tell them that Jesus touched people because you're his child. Therefore, you can do the same. You can't touch people also. Another way was the cloth and the aprons, the anointed from coming off of Paul's body. This is found in Acts 19. You will find that there were pieces of garments, what he wore. They would take some of that, and they would take aprons, and they would take these things, and they would send them out oh, if I got a story for you? We've got to tell this one. That this happened to Brother Shambaugh way back when. And he tells the story. He said there was a woman that he was praying for consistently, and uh, she was in an institution. And so her sister came and, and said, uh, Brother Shambaugh, I've sent many prayer cloths to my sister, which is in an institution with the mentally ill. And uh, apparently every time I go there, I can't find them at all. So possibly the staff takes them away. She so says, uh, I was praying and the Lord told me to do this. Brother Schambach had never heard what she said. He said, "Oh," so he had a whole big package of M&M's. And, uh, <laughs> and he said, now, you see, then don't eat these M&Ms. You pray over these, just like you do a cloth." and I'm going to send them to my sister. He never heard of that before. So the long story short is that he prayed for them under the anointing, sent them to her sister. A couple of years later, he was back in their vicinity again. I think this was in New York State. And uh, the story goes this way, Brother Shambach. Uh, met this woman again and she asked him, said, you remember the lady that had you pray over some M&M's? He said, yeah, that that, that was a little different. That was different. He said, well, let me show you the result. Standing beside her was her sister who was in a mental institution and by having those M&M's, eating those M&M's, under the anointing of God, she was free of all demonic power. And Brother Schambach said, my, 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 my. God can do anything at any level he wants to. And it happened to this lady's sister. So God uses items and things, cloth, aprons, oh, send them out. We've seen people healed, set free by God's mighty power. Now, we've been talking about the fact that your faith. we are talking about the fact that laying on the hands, according to James. Then we also talked about the fact that In Acts chapter 19, you have the clothes, you have aprons, you have other things under the anointing that are sent out. And now, we're just going to touch a little bit here, anointing oil, the anointing oil. Now, in the Old Testament, there was, after the art of the apothecary, there were ways of putting that anointing oil together, the concoction of it in itself, and that would take quite, maybe I'll do that next time. I'll talk about that because I've got notes on it too. Talking about the different things, the different ways of of putting that oil together. After the art of the apothecary, or like you know, like a pharmacy we would have today, how they put those ingredients together, and it speaks of it from Exodus. So we're not going to deal specifically with that. We're going to talk about the fact that the anointing oil, according to James. It said, anointing the sick with oil, watching them get healed. Now, oh, my my, my time is flying. (laughs) My goodness gracious. notice what we said here. We're talking about these areas. Now, let's talk about the area of miracles. Now, the difference between a miracle and a healing, miracles are instantaneous. Somebody said be healed, they're instantly healed. Now, healing is always progressive, a healing in your body. It might take some time. I've been praying for people for many years. I have seen gradual healings take place, how they're getting better and better and better and better and better and better and better. I don't know why. Why is some instantaneous and why is some in the area of progression? I really don't have a clue. Whatever way God decides to do it, that's the way it is. I've seen that people get instantly free. I've seen people progressively in the area of healing. Oh, glory to his holy, precious name. Well, let's notice a few things here. Uh, Look at, uh, I've got a scripture here to look at here. This is in John chapter 21. John chapter 21. In the book of John, chapter 21. And I'll give you a verse here just a minute. Because I was reading this and noticing it and checking it out. It's really good. Good, good, good. And so what this is preparing us to understand more of the word of God than we have had in our lives. Notice what it says in verse 25 of 21. This is what it says here. Ah, Talking about the miracles Jesus did are so amazing. And this is talking about the authorship of John, giving permission that he was right. Uh, look about verse 23. He went around saying, For according to his brethren, the disciples should not die. And Jesus said unto him, he will not die, but if he will tell you, I come. What is and then he talks about the things, the testimony he wrote down. And then verse 25 says, there are also many other things, which Jesus did, the which, if it should be written, everyone, I suppose, that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Imagine that. Some miracles that transpired three and a half years. Notice that was his ministry. He was silent for over 30 years. Can you imagine that? Silent. For over 30 years And then in that span of ministry For three and a half years Everything took place The power, the glory, the anointing The fire All of those things took place In and through the Lord Jesus That's totally amazing Now watch this Look with me In 1 Corinthians Chapter 12 And verse 9 Because what it's mentioning here The gifts of healing. Now, if we would have a complete study of this, we would notice the fact that the gifts of healing, gifts the plural. I have seen some men of God and noticed men of God for years have a special anointing for certain kind of diseases. I've seen it happen. We had a great man of God years ago. His name was Clifton Erickson. And when he was with us in the Philippines, he would have such a gift of healing in the direction of goiters. Anytime a person would have a goiter and they would be asking for prayer, they would instantly heal by God's power. Totally, wonderfully, gloriously healed in such a moment of time. And it was just you know mind-boggling to watch those things. And where the goiter was, They would move around in the area of the next. They couldn't find it. That would disappear. It was gone. We saw that many, many times. Many years ago, we had Brother Morris Rilla. And this again, he uh, preached for us several places in the Philippines and then in Hong Kong. One of the meetings he had in Hong Kong was at the China Stadium. And it was uh, what an amazing meeting. Then also, he was in the Oriental Theater. We had that rendered out too. So I forget which one was which, but it was back in my teenage years. And I saw with my eyes that there would be people who would have their legs lengthened, maybe a foot, maybe two feet long. Watch it right before your eyes. One moment, they were crippled. The other moment, they were healed. Then we've had other people, men of God. One of the great miracles that happened in the life of a man dying of cancer, that Smith Wigglesworth prayed for a man over here in the United States that had that cancer. And... uh He had a strange way of doing things. Whoever was sick, he had hit them. (laughs) He would actually haul off and hit them. This man was brought by a stretcher, by doctors. It brought him to his meeting. Smith asked what the problem was. He said cancer of the stomach. And Brother Smith hit this man in the stomach. And the stretcher flipped over, and the man's face went on the ground. And the doctors were so upset, they told, said, we'll sue you, we'll sue you, we'll sue you. Brother Wigglesworth didn't even look that direction. All he did, he's saying he's healed, he's healed, he's healed. Ten minutes later, the person that was in that stretcher was running around, totally healed by God's power. That cancer was gone. There have been people like that today that have that great, miraculous power from heaven that God has set many, many people free of all kinds of diseases. You name it, I've seen it. I've watched those things happen. As a boy, growing up, watching those things happen was so amazing and so wonderful and so blessed. It's beyond your concept what God wants to do. So in the gifts of healing, there's different kinds of gifts for healing for different people. Whether it might be arthritis, or whether it be cancer, or whether it be tuberculosis, or whatever disease might be, it makes no difference what it is that God has put gifts in the body. We're talking about the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, There's some operating in these gifts, reaching out, touching people, watching God heal in such a mighty, glorious, glorious way, victorious way. Oh, hallelujah. So you could do a study in this. Take your Bible, go through the Bible, and find out every scripture having to do with the relationship of healing. It will shock you. It will totally shock you if you do that study. You see, the Bible does not ever say, not one time does it say, read the Bible. What it does say is this. It says specifically, study the Bible. So in order to be a student, you must read, you must have resources You must write things down. You must memorize all of the ways that you have studied in your life. Use the same means and the purpose of study for the Word of God. And make a discovery. Understand where you're going. Where you're headed. Noting the very situation. So as you look into the gifts of healing all the way through the Word. Now, You find it a multiplicity of ways of praying for people. Paul prayed for people and they were healed. St. Paul. And uh, Peter prayed for people. So all of the disciples of Jesus prayed for people. Excluding Judas, I'm sure. But we're talking about the ones that were left. Where they went. All over the world. Thomas Lee here according to history that he went to India and in the southern part of India there's great revival, God is moving there great devotion and and touching people, healing people and more Christianized there than they are other places rather than back in Calcutta which is all the way to the Ganges River so having to do with the fact that healing is the children's bread location <laughs> the location all you have to do is to devote yourself to God, saying, Lord, I need a healing. Lord, I need a healing. Lord, I need a healing. And the cry of the righteous shall be heard. I was just looking at the scripture just, just a moment ago, talking about how to heal his children, how he wants to bless his children. The Lord, he is our healer today. And he wants to continue to heal us. Oh my 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 my! If, if I could just explain to you just a couple of things out that that when we talk about healing as a children's bread, that th- th- this is more than just something that we just lay down and then don't pick up. Because in heaven, you will never need the need for healing in heaven. You only need need for healing is on the earth. On the earth. This is for the earth. That's why I've said so many times that your faith is for the earth. It's not for heaven. Your joy is for the earth. You'll have supernatural joy in heaven, no doubt about that. Peace is for the earth. Everything that God gives you is for the earth right now. Hallelujah. That he wants to set the captive free. There are no captives in heaven. Everybody's healed in heaven. Everybody's blessed in heaven. All the joys in heaven, uh, supernatural energies in heaven all the time. We feel tired down here. You do a little driving like that, you got to lay down for about two days. And try to recoup the best things you notice. The fact that your body is a transition of your body. If you get tired. I grant, I grant that to you right there, because I am a recipient of that. But what we want you to notice that God has a plan and a purpose and ways and means to touch people today. Uh, When I was with Brother Bucky, when we were in Nigeria back in 2004, I saw so many miracles. It was was hard to even count them. But here's what they did. They, They had a place cleared off, and they cleared it off. And they put the... The sound system up. watched them all put the sound system up, the lights, everything else, and all of this was outside of town. The town was O-O, Owo, 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 to about six hours north of Lagos. And while we were there, we had about uh, well, I think we had about fourteen who came with us this time, and we went there, and uh, we were praying, we were seeking the face of God, and Brother Bonke would give us a teaching. We'd sit down and listen to what he had to say. He taught other pastors. He had a teaching meeting every day. And we learned a lot. He let us rest a little bit, and then we'd come back at night. And And the amazing thing about it was the hunger. Now, you see, I had an Indian friend just here recently from India, and he was telling me, he says, the problem with the American church is this. They're not hungry and they're not thirsty. Because the Bible said they then hunger and thirst after righteousness they shall be filled now we get hungry we get there but see our hunger is a deviant time you say what because we hunger after things we need to hunger after God we don't need to hunger after you know monies and houses and lands and cars and boats and whatever you have you don't need to be that hungry for that section in that area of life. We need to be hungry for God. Wanting God. Wanting God brought him every day and praising him and worshiping him and giving him glory, and giving him praise. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. When our desires, our heart's desires, are moving towards him, our heart is moving towards him. Our life is moving towards him. Everything in our being is crying out for the living God. Now, you notice this that that's one thing. Another thing that is not seen in our churches is the fear of the Lord. The Bible tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we're not talking about a shaking fear. We're talking about an awesome presence of God. Honor him. He's an awesome God. we we'll honor God. We give him all glory and all praise, honoring the Lord, knowing him in a greater measure than we've ever known him before. Reaching out to God with everything in the fiber of our being, knowing God, that's what it's all about. The Bible says, they that know their God shall do exploits. Knowing God, not knowing about God. Knowing God, intimacy with God. Oh, we must move in that realm. We must do that in Jesus' name. All right, now, I'm going to go over that again. Having to do with the fact, what we talked about, those seven things, your faith, laying on the hands, anointed cloths, aprons, anointing oil, the miracles of God, the gifts of healing, and here's the number seven we're talking about that you're praying for other people that you can pray for other people watching them or heal I remember we had a man work for us his name was Sandy Sandy had a heart problem I went to minister to him in the hospital and I asked him straight out I said do you want to live or die I'm very straightforward as you can see I wanted to find out how I should pray for him he said well brother I've got I've got grandchildren I want to see. I want to see them finish school. I want to do, you know, he wanted life. He didn't want death. I said, okay, let's let, let's set our confession this way. Let's start believing God right now that you will live and not die. And I prayed for him. I prayed for him first and then he said I prayed in despair. So then he had about seven doctors around him. And so uh, one of the doctors says, well, who gives you the sword? <laughs> And the anointing came on me. I said, the Lord God has given me authority to speak life to my friend here, my brother. I said, You stand back and watch God take over. I did. I prayed a beautiful prayer. The Holy Spirit just moved in nicely. Okay, the next day, the next day, I went back up there. And the same doctor says, I don't know what you did. I said, I didn't do anything, I just released him to God. He sat up in the bed. They went and checked him. Found out that his heart was right rhythm. The cadence of his heart was cooked to correct beats. Amazing. God did a miracle on that man. Set him free. A few days after that, he left the hospital. He was a new man. A new man. Oh, it's wonderful. You get a healing in your body. But not only that, too. He wants us to have health. Health is better than healing. Health means that you, you're you supported by the word of God, that you're not sick. You don't have this stuff coming on. That you walk in health, healthy in every division of your life. That's what God wants. I'm looking at a scripture right here. You possibly know it, too. This is third John 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper. That's financially. That you may prosper and, addendum, be in health, how? As your soul prospers. Ho, ho. There's a word for you right there. That you will be in health as your soul prospers. Third John 2. That means you're talking about your body, your soul, and your spirit. Your body is your five senses. Your soul is your most willing, will, and thinking power. And your spirit makes communication with God. So we give a teaching here on the body, soul, and spirit, which is so amazing. There, there are a lot of people sick out there in their minds. People out there are sick and their different. They even have depressions and things of that nature. We can rebuke that commandment to go and has to leave in the name of Jesus. We know that when we speak to the problem and speak to issues and speak to those things, they have to go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Many, 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 many that we pray for, we've seen them healed, set free, gloriously healed. Oh, God is so good. I remember one time they brought a lady from an institution to my room there. I was an associate pastor group. For the summer of seventeen years, so they brought her in, and she was in a in a, a catatonic state. She stared ahead, wouldn't say anything. And so, as she was placed in the room, her sister was with her. Uh, they sat there, and this woman wouldn't even move. And so, I prayed in the spirit. I said, "God, what if what if?" They said, "Ask her. What did you do with your children?" She started screaming, carrying on. She said, I didn't mean to do it. I said, do what? She said, when I was in a mental state of confusion, I killed my two children. She said, when I drowned. I said, all right. Did God forgive? She said, said, yes. I said, but you haven't forgiven yourself. When she asked God to come into her heart again, forgave herself, she was instantly set free. Instantly set free. She went back to the institution, took all their tests, came out, and two weeks later, totally free. That God could heal those that have mental problems, depression problems. God's a loving God. cares for us. He said, with loving kindness, well, i drawing you and show you my salvation. God loves us cares for us, understands. Oh, I feel his presence right now. I feel his glory. I feel his blessing. Just reach in. Reach out. That you will be free. And the word tells us, he whom the son sets free is free indeed. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, tomorrow night, I want to be on Fire Talk Radio between 6 and 7. We're dealing again with the book of Daniel. I believe we're at the eighth chapter of the book of Daniel. Study it out. We have a great word for you. And it's so good being with you. I've enjoyed every moment of this time sharing my heart, sharing from the word of God, feeling his anointing and feeling his glory and feeling his power. And we distribute that in the name of Jesus to those that are listening right now. Whatever country you're in, whatever place you're in, we believe that Jesus is the answer for the world today. Like that song said, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there's no other. There is no other way. (laughs) I remember that song many years ago. Jesus, now, I'm not the singer, so I won't even attempt singing. My heart always sings better than my voice. So that's where we're going to leave it at, right there. My heart sings better than my voice, but my heart cries out for the living God. I thank you for listening today and for understanding what God is saying in these last times, that healing is the children's bread. Oh, glory to God. He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. Again, we're going to pick up with this again because what we barely touched on in some of these areas here, and we're going to go into it a little bit more detail. So we thank God for what he has opened up to us, and we're experiencing great and wonderful things. And uh, you can call this number that you have right there that you've been calling, and they will get information to me, and I will reciprocate. So, thank you again for being there on Fire Talk Radio. And Deborah, are you about ready to take it over? You there? Hello. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. So those right there, we're going to pray one prayer, and we're going to believe God for great things. Father, in the name of Jesus, that everyone's listening right now, put your hand up. Heal. Save them, deliver them, let your blessings be upon them. Let the glory of the Lord shine around about them and let them feel your mighty power and your delivering hand. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, thank you, Lord, for doing this. Thank you, my friends, for being with us tonight. Tomorrow, don't forget, between 6 and 7, we'll be speaking about the book of Daniel. This is Evangelist Frank Sumrall speaking to you. May you be blessed, body, soul, and spirit. God bless you. Bye for now. Rush into Old Navy today for up to 40% off store-wide on your favorite styles, like jeans from $19 and sweaters from $15 for adults. Plus, redeem your super cash now to save even more at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. 40% off in super cash, valid 1021 to 1029. Select styles only. Rush into Old Navy today for up to 40% off storewide on your favorite styles, like jeans from $19 and sweaters from $15 for adults. Plus, redeem your super cash now to save even more at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. 40% off in super cash, valid 1021 to 1029. Select styles only.